0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. So today is Mother's Day. It is such a special day. And when you think about a mother, nobody can be here on earth unless you come into this world because of a mother. Mothers endure many things. The joy of new birth of a new child is wonderful. But before that happens, there's labor pains. There's contractions. There's almost some suffering. And the Bible says that a mother, after she's received that child, that joy, she forgets about the birth pain. I asked my wife this morning, is that true? Don't you you remember at all how it felt? She says, no, she remembers how it felt. (laughs) But I think what the Bible is trying to say is, you know it's painful, but the joy of that child in your life now overshadows any discomfort, any pain. Mothers are very much like the Holy Spirit, the helper, the comforter, the one that encourages whatever situation you are finding yourself in. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit that wants to help and assist you. Doesn't matter what you are going through. Jesus is a moment away. Jesus can change your situation very quickly. He's not allowed you or showed you how to do certain things and led you by the Holy Spirit now to let you go. I mean, he's not taught you how to swim to now let you drown. But he's going to take you from where you are right now to where he wants you to be. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah 43. family listen to me you are so close to God that he calls himself the vine and you the branches he says you are the branches I am the vine if you abide in him and his word abides in you success is guaranteed you cannot fail because God is your source So whatever situation you are facing, God will see you through. I'm reading from the Passion Translation, Isaiah 43, verse 2. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Are you going through deep waters? Does it feel like a river is just going to flow over you? Do you find yourself in a fire? A, B, C, or D, all of the above. God Wants to see you through. In just a moment. It can change your whole situation. I shared with the people. I was listening to a sermon on offenses. Sermon on offenses. You know just because we preached on offenses last year. For almost two months. Doesn't mean now that you've preached on it for two months. That offenses won't come to you anymore. You still have to work on it. Because the Bible says offense comes to everybody. And the. The preacher was saying, he prayed a prayer and he said, God, burn through me. And he said as he prayed that prayer, certain things in his life was revealed. And God said to him, like gold is not pure. As soon as there's fire and heat, the impurities get separated from the gold. And it's the impurities that is revealed that comes to the surface. And he said, God, where did this come from? And God said it was on the inside of you all the time. Fire had to come to reveal it. And he was sharing it with a pastor friend of his. And the pastor friend said to him, what's wrong with you? You prayed prayers like that in your 20s. Not when you're in your 40s and your 50s. Because people think when they get older, they don't need purification. Have you ever prayed the prayer and say, God, use me? God, let your name be glorified through me in what I do for you. Do you know there was only glory revealed after Jesus had died? Have you prayed a prayer like that? God, use me. Let your name be glorified. And now things went haywire, upside down. Because God's ways are not our ways. He says, unless a seed of grain falls to the ground and dies, it cannot live. God is ready to change things in your life. This is what the Bible said. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. John 12, verse 25. He replied to them, How now is the time for the Son of God to be glorified? Let me make this clear. A single grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain of wheat unless it drops into the ground and dies. Because then it sprouts and produces a great harvest of wheat. All because one grain died. The person who loves his life and pampers himself will miss true life. But the one who detaches his life from the world and abandons himself to me will find true life and enjoy it forever. The pain and the discomfort that you are going through is only for a moment. God is in control of the process. As that seed falls into the ground and dies, God is in control of the process, life. To establish something in your life. Many people find themselves just for a moment in a season where they say, where is God? Family, don't feel discouraged. The disciples experienced exactly the same when Jesus died. a matter of fact, they had lost complete hope and they stopped with their assignment. They didn't go ahead to preach the gospel anymore. They went back to be fishermen. But yet they had been with Jesus. They were the twelve that was around him the whole time. All of them gave up on their assignment. But in that very moment, God was more in control than ever before. He was busy with the salvation of mankind. Jesus had so much confidence in the resurrection that he was prepared to die. Do you believe that God can resurrect any situation? doesn't matter what you've gone through. God is prepared to take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. What you are going through right now is not permanent. Never accept your temporary current situation as your future permanent situation. Your situation can change. It's too early to murmur and to complain. Jesus can turn it around in just a moment. Turn to your neighbor and say, Just a moment. moment. You know, Jesus encouraged us. He said, In this world, you will have tribulation. He says, But be of good cheer. Be happy. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. The Passion Translation says, I have conquered the world. Put it up there. And everything I've taught you is, that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous, for I have conquered the world. Family, there is victory in Christ Jesus for all of us. You know what is the wonderful thing about God? Even the difficult situation that you are facing right now, God can turn it around and bring something good out of it. Do you know what is the key? To continue to love Him in the good times and in the hard times. To say thank you, Jesus, in the good times and to say thank you, Jesus, in the hard times. Because as you set your love on God and His faithfulness, He's the one fighting for you. Don't change your confession in any way. God can bring good out of evil a disappointment with God or disappointment that you are facing right now, God will turn it around into an appointment. That which the enemy intended as evil, God will turn it around for good. I want to read three different translations. Romans 8 verse 28. I'm reading first from the message translation. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. What is the key? Continue to love God. Romans 8.28, the Amplified says, We are assured and know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to all for those who love God and are called according to His design and purpose. The Passion Translation says, So we are convinced 100% persuaded that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are His lovers who have been called to fulfill His designed purpose. God has got a plan for your life and everything is woven in together. You can be a Jonah trying to run away from the will of God. And God will just bring you back to His will to His plan and His purposes. His thoughts towards you are not going to change. It's thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. The big thing is in your time of need, of challenge, of discouragement, of temptation, whatever you want to call it, keep your focus upon God and hold on to your confession that He is faithful and that He is good. What you are going through is just for a short moment. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's just for a moment. Because Jesus had confidence in the resurrection. He endured the cross. Do you have confidence in the resurrection power of God? Paul said that I might know Him and the power of His resurrection. Do you want a strong, powerful resurrection in your life? Guess what? That just simply means a strong, powerful death. Oh no, we don't want that part. We just want life. But sometimes there's some things in our lives that need to come to the surface. Think about Joseph for one minute. That which his brothers intended for evil. God turned it around for good. But Joseph had some things that needed to get dealt with in his own life. He was a little bit arrogant. Remember, he had the special windbreaker that said, Beloved son, highly favored. And only he had one of those. His other brothers didn't have it. And then yet everywhere where he went, he would put on this jacket. Apart from that now, God had graced him and blessed him. Now he's got dreams. It's not only do I have the special windbreaker, you're going to be serving me as well. Not just serve me, you're going to bow your knee to me. Not only you, but mama and papa as well. Just because you have a great calling, doesn't mean you should have an arrogant attitude. Because all is of Grace. But what his brothers intended for evil, God turned around for good. You know, family, many of you, many of us, have spent more time in the pit than was necessary. Because our attitude in the pit was not right. If Joseph in the pit decided, these three brothers of mine, you've made a mistake, you should have killed me. When I get out of here, I'm going to kill you. God would have left him in the pit. Because he would have killed Israel. He would have interfered with God's plans. But when he was in the pit, he said, I know where I belong. I belong in the palace. And he could keep his heart soft and forgive them. Not harm them, not hurt them. He passed the test there in the pit. Guess what? He had to write that same test when he was in the position of power again. When he recognized his brothers and he had the authority... He could have said, uh, uh, huh. who's the ruler now? <laughs> didn't I tell you that you were going to bow? He didn't. Because he acknowledged that his brothers was not in control of his life. But God was in control of his life and what he went for was just for a moment. You will write tests in the pit And in that pit, you have to protect your heart and make sure that your heart loves God and God's plans and God's purposes. Imagine Jesus, even though he believed in the resurrection, in that last minute on the cross, disconnected from God, being humiliated, experiencing excruciating pain, rejection, i've had enough see the soldier coming towards him to put the spear in the side father i've had enough i cannot forgive them just sort them out remove me from the cross if jesus had lost focus in that last minute did not love the will and the plans of his father more than anything else what would have happened but he knew it was just for a moment the Bible says he endured the cross, that pain, that suffering, for the joy that was set before him, you and me. What are you going through? It is just for a moment. The big question is, in that situation that you find yourself, if you know God is with you, you don't have to fear any evil. The question is, if God is with you, he will see you through. But when you know you're doing everything in your own strength, and your own ability. Fear can grip your heart. If you look more at the situation, the circumstances, you'll start confessing the situation and the circumstances. Remember, here God is busy taking Israel out of Egypt, a place of bondage, a place of failure to the promised land. They have the Egyptians coming from behind. They have the sea as a wall in front of them they've got mountains on the side of them they cannot go to the left they cannot go to the right if they go forward they're going to drown they're going to be trapped and from behind they've got egyptians coming to kill them do you feel like you find yourself maybe in a situation like that god says even in a situation where it seems impossible to get out of it i can make a way and they started talking negatively And Moses said to him, keep quiet. God says, be quiet. I will bring salvation today. The Egyptians you see now, you'll not see them anymore. But you know what's the heart all thing? God delivered them and took them through. But an experience in the desert to reveal their hearts to themselves and to God, that was supposed to be a few days, turned around and became 40 years. Because of doubt and unbelief. If God has given you a promise, hold on to it. Ask yourself, what is your dry pit? You know, fear and insecurities can so easily start to dominate the heart that does not believe. You should know that God is faithful and that He will see you through. Amen. Amen. John 16 verse 20, let me just read it because it's Mother's Day. Let me make it quite clear. You will weep and overcome with grief over what happens to me. The unbelieving world will be happy while you will be filled with sorrow. But know this, your sadness will turn into joy when you see me again. Just like a woman giving birth experiences intense labor pains in delivering her baby. Yet after the child is born, she quickly forgets. What you went through because of the overwhelming joy of knowing that a new baby has been born into the world. So will you also pass through a time of intense sorrow when I'm taken from you, but you will see me again. And then your hearts will burst with joy with no one being able to take it from you. Do you know that your present troubles is just for a moment? Paul was moving in the wrong direction. He was busy killing Christians. One encounter with Jesus, just in a moment, his whole life was changed. An encounter with God changed his whole direction. And God had changed everything in his life. And we were killing people. Now he's preaching the gospel. God wants to change your situation as well in just a moment. Hebrews 12, verse 2 to 3. You know, even Jesus, during his crucifixion, can you think that immense pain? Jesus knew it was just for a moment. That's why he endured it. Whatever you are going through right now, it's just for a moment. Don't make this temporary situation your future permanent situation. God can cause. A river to flow in the desert. That which seems impossible. Then I can tell you, I've been in situations where I think, God, I don't know how to get out of this. Is there a way out? But when we say, God, give me wisdom. Help me and show me. What is it that I have to do? God makes a way? If he helped Moses and all of the Israelites, why won't he help us? He wants to change your situation. Hebrews 12, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. We look away from the natural realm and fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. Take your eyes off the natural realm and look to Jesus where He's seated next to the Father. His example is this, because His heart was filled with joy of knowing that you would be His. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation. And now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. So consider carefully how Jesus faced such intense opposition from sinners who opposed their own souls so that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressure, forgetting your destiny. Paul said in Romans... I'm convinced that whatever suffering we are going through right now is nothing compared to the glory and the goodness that God has planned for us. God wants to take you from glory to glory and from strength to strength. What we go through, we cannot always determine and be in control of that. But how we go through it, we control that. Your attitude in that matters. Is it always easy? No. It's always nice to talk about faith afterwards. Hello? It's always nice to say how I prayed and how I believed and it just happened like that. But when you're there and there's nothing. And to say thank you Jesus. Those who honor God in their trials. God will honor them in their trials. When in your trial you honor God. You'll see God will start to honor you in your trial. And he'll make a way where there seems to be no way. Don't give up. Can you imagine Joseph? Yeah, he solves a problem for the baker. He solves a problem, a problem for the man who's next to the king, always pouring drinks for him when he's social. He can talk to him. He solves problems for them. He reveals their dreams to them. He says, "Please." Just tell the king who I am. Two years later. Two years later. The king has a dream. That would affect the whole nation, the whole world. Remember? The seven cows. And here he says, oh yes, I forgot about him. Joseph. And God takes him from the prison to where he should be. When that golden scepter gets pointed to you, the elevation will be quickly. Amen. It will be permanent. Amen. What God will do in your life. But in that time, he had to protect his heart and not become bitter, but become better. Peter. Peter. Has the grace to walk on water. On water. But as soon as... As he focused his eyes on the waves around him, thinking they're going to come over me, he sank. But just in a moment, when he touched Jesus, Jesus lifted him up. Family, just in a moment, Jesus can lift you up out of any situation. He wants to do it. Matthew 14, verse 30 to 31. Let me read it. Passion Translation. But when he realized how high the waves were, he became frightened and started to sink. Sometimes fear wants to grip your heart. And when fear grips your heart, you sink. Hello, have you ever found yourself in a situation like that? Don't you feel better when you see this happen to Peter, who was next to Jesus the whole time? It sometimes encourages me. Do you think this guy sat with Jesus, walked with Jesus... And here fear grips his heart. He started to sink. But when he realized how high the waves were, he looked at the natural, saw how the waves, he became frightened and started to sink. Save me, Lord! He cried out. Jesus immediately stretched out his hand and lifted him up and said, what little faith you have. Why would you let doubt win? Don't look at your situation and circumstances. Whatever's coming your way. If God has given you a promise, He will see you through. And when He doubted, it started to sink. Fear gripped his heart. He says, Why did you allow doubt to win? Allow the word of God to rule in your heart. Let the word of God win. When God is your source, you cannot fail. God can allow a stream. To come out of the desert. You might be looking at your situation and say, it's a desert, it's dead. In just a moment, God can allow water to flow. You can feel, I hate this person. I don't have any love for this person. Allow God to enter into your life in a moment. God can change it around. That there's love in your heart for that person. The one thing that keeps people in prison more than anything else is offense. Offense. Letting an offense go is like setting a prisoner free only to realize that you are the prisoner. So when you don't forgive, you're keeping yourself imprisoned. You're keeping yourself in bondage. When you're in bondage is when you get tormented. Keep your focus on the right things. Amen? Israel could receive the blessings because of the covenant that God made with them. What they had to do is, on the eighth day, they had to take their child and circumcise him. And the circumcision meant that they were in covenant with God. And the blessings became theirs. It means they had to make the decision. Salvation is personal. You have to make the decision to allow your heart to be circumcised. When your heart is circumcised, you die. If anything cuts out, you die. But then there's new life that enters into your life. A life that's established on better promises and a better covenant. When you enter into that covenant, even if you go through a difficult time, you'll know it's just for a moment. Because God says, I have made a covenant with you. And God is the one supporting the covenant. Not based on what you've done, but what Jesus has done. But he says, I am the one who gives you the ability to be successful. Why? So that my covenant can be established between you and me. So even if you go through a difficult time, you can have this confidence in your heart. I'm in covenant with God. I'm in right standing with God. Whatever I'm going through right now is just for a moment. Because I know the thoughts that God has towards me. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give me a future and a hope. God wants to perfect everything concerning you. He's more committed to your future than what you are. He's more committed in helping you than you are. So whatever you are facing right now, it's just for a moment. Are you grieving right now? It's just for a moment. Are you imprisoned maybe by debt? It's just for a moment. God can change it around. You can put in anything there. It's just for a moment. Why? Because God himself, through Jesus Christ, has offered the solution for whatever challenge you are facing. Whether you are seeking deliverance or breakthrough or healing or whatever. God is the answer. You are actually seeking Jesus who's paid the price for all those things. And he says, whatever you are going through, I've brought the solution and the answer. So whatever you're going through, it's just for the moment. Though you are mourning right now, joy comes in the morning. If this dark hour is just for a moment, joy comes in the morning. See a lot. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.